Hi, and welcome to the Average Gamer Podcast. This episode is part two of our end of year special. So sit back, relax, and we'll get on with it. All right, guys, so now we've finished with our games of the year, we're going to move on and talk about hardware developments of 2016 and what's come and what's gone and what we've been interested in this year. So uh, who wants to start with that one? The Wii U. It, it's gone, but I'm not sure if it ever really came, to be honest. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> No, quite. I mean, it, it's it's had a few nice games come out on it. Um, uh, you know, the the one that comes to mind is their their online shooter. Uh, it comes to mind, but the name doesn't. Splatoon. Splatoon. Yeah, Splatoon. there wasn't that last yeah. year. Um, true. Yeah, but I mean, I, I I I'm I'm thinking more in terms of the way that the the Wii U is dying now, and 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 we've you know we, towards the end of its life, we've had some decent games, but uh, it's it's dead, isn't it? Really, let's be honest, it's dead in the water now. Third party support, third party support, exactly right, and that tells into what we're just gonna... just out of interest. How many games has it had come out this year? Because it doesn't, I I can't see that many that have been sort of publicised. Uh, no, it's been literally next to none. It, people would argue it's yeah. been on my spot, but it's been dead since the end of 2015 i don't think i've bought a game for it this year yeah and that's quite telling isn't it yeah. you know because yeah. people have got all three of these generations constant and i would only loosely put the wii u in with this generation because to be honest it was it was released before this generation it was released in 2012 so it's kind of like a halfway point isn't it yeah and they're doing it again yeah. which is it's it's something completely separate yeah, again but it's got they me are. worried they're doing again mm, yeah but it, yeah, it is worrying. probably a different can of worms, I think. But maybe we can put that into our fears at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like Nintendo or like the shadow that, you know, that float over everything. It's like, oh, God, what are they going to do now? They're looming. They're threatening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but their, their execution is poor. Yes. I mean, they, they seem to have hit a sort of a bit of a home run with, yeah, no pun intended, with Super Mario run at the moment in terms of installs. It seems to have been quite a popular launch, but, you know, it's like they still can't get it right with hardware. And we've had a bit of a mixed year for hardware, haven't we? Because we've had some really good stuff. You know, the Xbox One S, everyone agrees, was like a good... Fantastic. It was a good idea in terms of making, repackaging the Xbox. And I think Microsoft really did an excellent job with that. Because they made it a really appealing console to buy. I mean, I've just picked one up. Can I say now, I actually think the One S is probably the most focused console out there at the moment in terms of the it full is. package. I think I think they, you know, they they nailed it basically. Microsoft so- did a good job with. It's almost like they took the hatchet from, you know, the the fans and buried it. You know, from all the hate that they had from the original Xbox. It's kind of like this is. I feel like the Xbox One S was that big step away from you know, the past, and this is it now. This is the promising future of Xbox. Yeah, I would have to agree. Yeah, interesting yeah. enough, I was listening to what's quite a pro PS4 and Sony podcast, and they were saying that one of their pluses of the year, the guy said, was Microsoft. He said he said they've really, really made, you know, they've quietly gone about their business, and they've been very impressive in terms of the way that they've pushed the Xbox back into a competitive kind of, you know, arena. They've made it a, you know, an appealing console again after the kind of cock-ups of the launch, in terms of all oh, multimedia this and, you know, let's forget about games. Just watch though. I mean, just watch. Watch it ever so slightly start to trickle back the other way because, you know, what happened. You know, the Xbox One at E3 revealed and they got hit with a shit ton of backlash and 
the higher wigs up reined themselves back and went, oh shit, we've created this massive situation. And then they employed someone to drive the brand in the right direction that was pro-consumer. And now that they're back on top, the big wigs at the top will slowly start gaining confidence back and I'll start going in that negative direction again. That's not necessarily pro-consumer. Now that the backlash yeah. has died off, that it happens all the time. And that, that's my fear that we'll see again. And, but, and I think that's what we're seeing with Sony a bit at the moment, actually. A little bit. I mean, I don't know not, if they're not, necessarily going to fall down. but No, I, I don't think it's massive, but I think I think they've shown a little bit of that kind of, oh, we can get away with murder, you know? And they can. I think they got some. a bit arrogant. Yeah, I think yeah. they have a bit. I think with the pro, the pro was a bit of a a little bit of a cock up because it it, it they didn't get the message out. I mean that no. press conference they did that that event was was just disastrous. Oh god, it was just uh, fucking boring shit. It, 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 well, it, it was. It was sleep. It was sleeping juicing, wasn't it? It was. If you if you it, you know you're having problems sleeping, oh. watch that. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, just just listen to Mark Cerny's voice. I mean, he sounds like he's trying to hypnotise you. I mean, it, it's like blah blah teraflops. You know who they should have hired? Peter Molyneux. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least yeah. it wouldn't have been boring. They can see how many <laughs> how many tomatoes you could get thrown at him while he walks on the stage. Sony were already <laughs> spewing the bullshit in a boring manner anyway, and are tiptoeing on the edge of what was real yeah. and what was not. Peter Molyneux yeah, would have they... been perfect. He could have polished that piece of toad up and just sold it to millions. Yeah, not that it's a, the, not that it's a it's a you know piece of poo. It's a yeah. good system, but well, this is what I was going to say. I was going to say, can you know, let's let's just take a step back then for a moment because I've had this argument with people on on my on my YouTube channel uh, that people don't seem to be able to to di- differentiate between the bullshit they were spewing and the console they produced. Yes. And the the, the actual console they produced the and, and never mind the slim because unless you have unless you're strapped for cash, you wouldn't buy the slim. If you're going to buy a console, if you're going to buy a PS4 now, you would buy the Pro. It's only no and and you know, yeah, it, I mean, it's only it's only the Slim and the Pro, isn't it? That's on sale. Exactly now. right. That's it, really. And if you and, and and frankly, if you're looking to buy multi-plats and you're not really interested in the Xbox One exclusives, you would also buy the Pro. You know, yeah. So bullshit aside, I mean, I all agree. the nonsense aside, yeah. it's still a good console. And I, and I, you know, you you saw yeah. my video on it. I, I've got a few issues with some of the build quality in there as well, but it's still. The most powerful console out there at the moment and it still makes games look better and you know it's not that much more expensive so it gives you choice it gives you choice even if that choice is a mixed bag at the moment it gives you nice choice yeah. and control over your games and it doesn't matter if you don't have a 4k tv because you can still reap in the 1080p benefits yep. It's still increased resolution, isn't yeah. it? It was still I still upscale the picture. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, so you, it's it's essentially downsampling in some cases to 1080p, which looks better than native 1080p anyway, and you still get mm-hmm. better frame rates. So I mean, yeah, I even mean, if I, it's sorry, I mean, gone Grant. No, I was just going to say I I saw the Horizon Zero Dawn video on YouTube and I watched it in 4K because my laptop just about do 4K, and it looks great. You know, I mean, if I I'll be honest, you know, if my PS4 died tomorrow, I would go and get a Pro. Yeah, because it's, an it's, it is, it? it's like you say, it's the most appealing version of the PlayStation, you know, and it's not much more expensive. And that's the no. thing, you see, it's not much, it's not much more to pay. So you think, well, I may as well, you know, despite the fact that they did their best to cock up the message and get it all confused. Oh, yeah, it's you know, the, the fact is, it it is like you say, the most powerful console on the market at the moment. 
and that that is a big deal i think yeah uh, you know as you just said Sally, you know you know they they did do their best to make a complete clusterfuck of presenting this piece of hardware <laughs> yeah yeah no i still firmly believe like i think i told you this as well joe that i don't believe the pro was meant to be their answer to the scorpio initially i think it was a machine that was meant to on the side give you improved game performance but it was meant to be that machine that would give you a stable vr experience i absolutely agree yeah absolutely agree. because if they were chasing 4k they would have just done it like the scorpio is doing they would have just yes, done it exactly you, you wouldn't just right do there. this in between like yeah you wouldn't it's got enough yeah. power they've doubled the system's power and that's enough of vr that's enough to deliver a fantastic vr experience yeah it smack it smacks of that very very deliberate you know, manufacturing choice in order to increase the the value of their VR system. No, like I say, I think that's where the messaging got confusing with them because they've had a turn of ship, not last minute, but certainly in the months leading into the reveal, they've had a turn of ship after they heard about the Scorpio and the specs and they've gone, we need to change up the messaging and rebrand this slightly to make it appeal to so do you think, you know, people that are chasing 4K machines. Do you think Microsoft blindsided them with that one then? I don't think they blindsided them because it was Microsoft that initially started talking about this first and then they went quiet because Phil Spencer was getting, his messaging was poor. Yeah, he yeah. Said he wanted to do hardware that would step forward and constantly step forward and improve and people, that scared people. You know, you don't want to be buying a box every year like you do a phone. Yeah. And that messaging was bad. But he, so he reined himself back and he went quiet and they went back to the drawing board and then you had Sony come out and go, blop, here's our, here's our next box. And I think... Well, they didn't reveal it, but they said they were going to do it. But it wasn't a box for true 4K. It was a PSVR box with 4K capabilities. And I don't think they were blindsided, but I don't think they knew that Microsoft were going back to the drawing board as far as they did and just basically went, we are 100% chasing 4K. It's coming the end of 2017. It's a true native 4K machine. I think that probably blindsided them. I don't think they thought Microsoft would double down like that. And whether you, you know, whether you believe it or not, because you can never, you know, oh, developer says this, yeah, well, you know, someone's had a word yeah. with him. But the, the the more you hear that this story's coming out from developers and people dropping hints that actually, you know, the, the Scorpio looks like it is going to be something else in terms of power. Um, so, again, it's difficult because, you know, we're a year away still, probably. It might be a little bit earlier than a year away, but it's it's about a year away. And so at the moment, it's it's well, we don't really know, do we? It could it could turn out to be nothing like they're offering and, and it, it could just be smoke and mirrors again, because it wouldn't be the first time we've had smoke and mirrors from any of these companies. Yeah. But I think that Microsoft have to de- to deliver with the Scorpio. I think if they don't deliver with the Scorpio, they will get crucified. Absolutely. I kind of feel like the Scorpio is going to deliver and then some because I feel like you look back at their last console launch being an absolute disaster. They're going to throw in the power and they're going to tackle 4K and they're going to tackle VR. I think they're going to hit all the nails on the head. And I think the ultimate thing that'll sell it will be they will have a very appealing price point as well. Mm, well, they need to. I think that's I think that's going to be the thing that a lot of people are going to be most surprised about. I think, you know, I'm probably going to be wrong because I'm often wrong about these things, but I'm going to go on record here and say, I think it's going to be cheaper than people are expecting. Oh yeah, yeah I think it will be too. Yeah, I, 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 they know they because of what happened with the PS3 launching at that price. 
they saw, they would obviously look at that and think that costs only big time. It cost them a huge amount of market share because it was too expensive. People just won't pay it. They they have perceived value for a console, and if it's above a certain point, then it won't sell. It's just simple. That's why Nintendo always release cheap consoles, partly because they're shit, but also because, <laughs> you know, also because they know that they disable the comment section. It has to be <laughs> it has to, uh, again, yeah, exactly. <laughs> These are our personal opinions. Um, <laughs> I was going to say I don't think the they're going to be taking as much a loss on the Scorpio than what Sony did with the PS3. Because the PS3, again, was a lot of it was custom hardware, which was expensive to build by nature. Whereas the Scorpio, I'm assuming, I mean, we haven't seen solid information. I'm assuming it's basically just a PC in a box again. Well, it probably will be, yeah. I can't see how it would be anything else. Well, when you hear, you know, rumours that they're looking at being able to, to emulate the original Xbox on it, perhaps, and, you know, push on. yeah, it has to basically be a PC in a box, doesn't it? I mean, they talk about backwards compatibility all the time. And yeah, again, if you're doing custom hardware, like you said, Joe, it'd be impossible for it to be just easily backwards and compatible with current Xbox One and then Scorpio mm. games. It wouldn't happen. Yeah. And like, I'm assuming I can buy one disc and play it in whatever system, whether it be my PC, my Xbox One, or my Scorpio. Mm. That's the idea. I mean, even Nintendo are doing this with the Switch, aren't they? With the GameCube compatibility. Yeah, except for you'll have to pay for that. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, don't expect them to give it away for free. <laughs> Make you buy it again. Yeah, it's more money, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So, do we have um, any other um, hardware cock-ups or hardware developments? We're on hardware developments, and we're kind of crossing over into cock-ups as well, aren't we? Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess the pro could yeah. be considered a semi-cock-up. I mean, it's still a good system. Yeah, the, the, the messaging was a cock-up. Yeah, the messaging yeah. was a mess. Um, but you know, so was some. Well, you mentioned earlier. So was some of Microsoft's messaging with the Scorpio early on. Oh um, yeah. Hmm. So you know. So I mean, if we're, if we're getting into cockups, let's let's have a look at that in you know full on now. So what would you say was the biggest cockup so far this year? I'm struggling because we don't we don't get much hardware. That's the thing. Like, it's, yeah. Get a lot I mean, of. I'd probably say the mini Nintendo NES. Yeah, I, I think I think the the two things for me. Well, apart from which we've already t- touched on, which the the PS4 pro reveal which i thought they made a complete mess of um i think that the 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 nes the mini mini ness uh the availability of that that's that's a complete cock up because we've touched on this before but the fact that that's going to tail into people's attitudes towards the switch and people are yeah, people I are going to be you know really uncertain about whether they're going to be able to get hold of a switch and so on and so forth and yeah like you say you've you've covered that so I, I just I just think the whole of everything coming out of Nintendo this year has been a cock up, frankly. I just I don't know oh, what it's they've been done. Disaster. Yeah, it, it's just the 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 message is so uh, you know. Oh, I just I don't I don't know what they're trying to do. That's the problem. I have no clue what they're trying to do. You lose faith. The people that aren't hardcore Nintendo fans have lost faith. I've lost faith in Nintendo, and I'm not a hardcore fan. I mean, I might border on being a hardcore fan. I don't even play that many Nintendo games. But I want them to be great again. I want Nintendo to be great. I want them to have a fantastic system. But I've lost faith. I mean, you look at what's happened this year. They had a failing system that had been out at the start of the year for like four years. It hit life support this year. It had fuck all support. And they've ceased production of it before their next system has even launched. And they've essentially killed that system. And then they've released the Mini NES, which I still believe they knew about the demand of this system. They should have had supply ready to roll for the second round of pre-orders 
And definitely by the time this console released, they should have had the stock availability. So if they've axed one system, they've cocked up another system. If you if you look at it, and, I mean, oh, yeah, it's just disaster. Just, just just sort of. I mean, I'm sure they they've made this observation themselves. But if you look at the way that they've behaved, the way they've marketed and their hardware over the last well, not just this year, but since the Wii U was launched, or maybe going further back than that. They appear to have an issue with complete incompetency when it comes to marketing and supporting their own hardware. And yet they seem yeah. to get it right when it comes to their games. Because if oh, you look yeah, at the 100%. success of Super Mario Run, Pokemon Go, that's obviously going to make... Both of those games are going to make them a lot of money. But it, it, should, it should point out to them that they should be a software company now. You know, yeah. their ultimate fate lies with software because... They're incredibly good at, produ- at still producing games that people want to play. But unfortunately, they keep giving us systems that are either underpowered or lack third-party support. Or, Just or make... When, f- yeah, exactly. Could, it's disaster. I could drop a, make, could drop a <laughs> massive F-bomb, but just make a box, a simple box, just like an iPhone that's playing Mario Run. Give us the games on a simple, affordable, moderately powerful enough box. End of story. Get the third-party back release your first party ips just have a well-rounded simple box without the gimmicks we don't need them the, Pete, i was reading an article today and 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 they're saying oh you know it's it's having nintendo uh, sorry nintendo's going to have nvidia hardware in there and you know in a sense they were saying it's going to be like the nvidia shield 2 well yeah, that yeah. that you know that's that's fine but the thing is the 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 the, the killer app if you like that the nvidia shield had was that you could run things like Kodi on it and you could use emulation mm. on it. And 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 so all yeah. those things that made that console great, above and beyond the the, the stuff that, that was packaged with it in terms of the games that it offered and so on and so forth. And you know, and there was some good stuff that came with the console anyway. It was you know, it's okay. That stuff's not gonna be on the Switch because the Switch will be locked no. down tight yeah they won't allow be cody a because ward off garden yeah because yeah. cody will make it make it like a streaming box then and they won't allow that there's no way in hell just won't. because once you right. once you do that they won't even let you play movies on no they're worse than apple when it comes to stuff like that oh god and, oh, and the thing is once you know once they allow you to to run emulators on it then no one's gonna be buying anything from their store you know their backwards compatibility and stuff and i know there's there's a gray area there in terms of yeah. legality and stuff but nintendo just don't they won't trust us to to do that. It will be locked. No, I don't trust them down either. Tight. Yeah, it's exactly that. <laughs> that's more important. Yeah, you and, know, uh, because well, Jima doesn't trust them. Well, that's the problem. There's there's, <laughs> there's a there's a lack of trust both ways here, you know. And and even to the point where, and I've I've talked about this before, but even to the point where they are locked down in terms of what people can show on YouTube, you know, free marketing. You talked about marketing before, but they haven't got a clue. When it comes to the idea that no. you, you know, we 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 were talking about this last last podcast when we were talking about you know the the the, the way in which companies use their fan base to market for them. Well, Nintendo don't do that, do they? Nintendo instead of creating a bunch of acolytes, Nintendo are creating a bunch of disgruntled people who are sitting there going, "Oh, for fuck's sake, what now?" You know? Yep, and that's that's my yeah. fear for the Switch launch. I mean. There's no trust left. I have no trust left for them. I don't want to buy. I want to buy a Switch eventually, but I don't want to buy a Switch until I know it's going to be a success. And if you have enough of those people on the fence, 
it's going to kill the launch of the Switch. People, if people approach the situation cautiously, they're not going to buy one from the get-go, except the hardcore Nintendo fans. And the hardcore Nintendo fans, the numbers aren't there to have a, an explosive start to the system, which is what they need to get third-party support. And then the people... They, they've dwindled. Then the people who are yeah. waiting won't buy because they'll see that there aren't enough people not buying. So, so they're not going to get third-party support, as you say. And it becomes... No, and it's crucial. Exactly. It it, it just... It, oh, God. I, I just... I despair <laughs> of them. Oh, I really do. I just... It's like for crying out loud. Sorry. I'm a, crying out loud. Yeah, I know. I'm getting a bit of a cough. Sorry. Dreamcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's... It's a it's, good system, but it's going to fail it, fail due to well, its it, recent past. It's just past. reminding... Yeah, it's reminding me of exactly how Sega monumentally fucks up the Dreamcast, despite having some really good games on the system. You know, but they didn't get third-party support. And eventually, what, what happened? They turned into a software company. Mm. You know, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying that if it, if the Switch fails, then what that's next? it. Yeah, what next? I mean, but you can have another it. attempt. They will but... not get another chance. No. It... Yeah, because they, they might have all the money in the bank. But at the end of the day, the consumer won't trust them. You'll just be burning it. That's it. And it's been a dismal 2016 where you essentially told your Wii U fan base to fuck off because you gave them no games this year and you killed the system. And then you disappointed everybody else that wanted the NES. And you look at the Switch going, uh, yeah, you're just not sure anymore. You're not sure. You don't know. (laughs) You don't know what you're going to get. It's a mystery. uh, I know I'm getting fucking Mario, but am I going to get Mass Effect in two years? I mean, you could sell a console off the back well, of yeah. <laughs> Nintendo IPs, but the fact is, while they're fantastic games, Nintendo can't pump these games out fast enough to sustain a console. Um, I mean, it's debatable whether they would get Mass Effect because they have a bit of a dubious relationship yeah, with EA. It's not, they're not exactly on best of terms. I mean, the fact that Sega couldn't get EA support for the Dreamcast probably killed them because they, they couldn't get the sports franchises on it. And, you know, these sort of things make a big difference to the success of a piece of hardware, especially a console. You People know. always make the argument Nintendo that, no, they shouldn't go back to a traditional box. They should stick with these gimmicks and they should do their own thing because the space is too crowded with Xbox and PlayStation. And I would argue that, yes, it is crowded, but surely they can do better than what the Wii U did with a traditional box if they had the power and the third-party support. Because at the end of the day, it's a console that is appealing to families you know i complex i know i'm going to get yeah. call of duty i know i'm going to get the next you know whatever adult experience third party title the division two but if i had kids i could also own this machine and happily let them play the mario ips and it's an all-round family system where every gamer can enjoy it the xbox and ps4 don't necessarily yeah. offer you that yeah i mean they, they they should look at what they did right with the original wii hmm. and just you know just sort of do some analysis as to how they can, you know, replicate that kind of success by, like you say, appealing to families, being that that third alternative that, you know, is is for non-traditional gamers, you know. I think that's the space that they could hit. You know, they seem to be going for that space anyway. Because like you say, I think their, their support base has dwindled. The hardcore is just becoming smaller and smaller because people are losing faith. So... They have to try and get that alternative market that's untapped since since the week. That's it. You know, Which that they the put last. themselves yeah. in this corner anyway, and now they have to try and dig themselves out of it. And rather than taking a traditional box approach, they're trying to 
chase the dollar signs with these gimmicks, hoping they're going to repeat Wii success. But Maybe they should just yeah, try and get it. No Man's Sky and Dead Rising 4 on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah exactly. Don't say that, because it would probably be the only support <laughs> they get. Well, they got Skyrim, everyone. Yeah. A five-year-old game. So, yeah. so. Is that confirmed? Do they have Skyrim? Yeah. Oh, wow. oh they have a V now. They're making Skyrim. Shock. Yeah, yep, they officially confirmed oh, well. it. There we go. We have one confirmed. They said they're they said they're working with Nintendo and that Skyrim is has all but officially been confirmed, but they might be looking at releasing other games like I don't know. That's it. We've got the game. initial promises that will hit the system, and then 2018 will be the interesting year to see what else comes to the system. Nintendo Switch is going to get yeah, guys. It's going to get Fallout. <laughs> Guys, it's it's like Shelter. an Nvidia Shield. That's a real success, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the Nvidia Shield too. <laughs> there, there you go. There's another cock up. Fantastic. There's another cock up. I don't know if it's from last year, this year, or whatever. But what was that? Sorry. So I was just saying the Nvidia Shield was another cock up. Well, yeah, that was last. Well, I, I, I don't know. as it was a cock up? I, th- I think um, it was it was an interesting test of the market, if you like. Um, I think it's actually st- it's a great media box actually. Um, yeah, sorry to be naive. What exactly a is it? Console media box hy- hybrid. It's really. a giant Game Boy SP. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, sorry, the problem with the, the, the Nvidia Shield is, is. <laughs> is again you're talking about marketing. I mean, this is go- you were going back you know a few years ago. Now um, you had the Nvidia Shield handheld, and then you had the Nvidia Shield tablet. And then you had the NVIDIA Shield console, which was like a TV box, a bit like the Amazon Fire TV or whatever. Um, But it was a lot more powerful than the Fire TV. Uh, It could run Netflix in 4K. It was one of the first boxes that could do that. Um, It's a streaming console. It's great. It's great for things like uh, emulation. It's a great emulation box. Um, so it's got you know it's got a niche that it that it fills, but you know there's other other things that can do that. A lot of the cheap Chinese boxes will do pretty much the same thing for a lot less money, but it does it better, you know, and it has got some unique services that it offers. Um, I don't I don't think it's a cock up. I, I think the problem is it's it's where does it fit in the space? Because on the one hand, it's not oh, going to yeah. compete with the Microsoft and Sony in terms of a console. And it's not going to really compete with uh, the the Amazon Fire TV because, frankly, the Amazon Fire TV does that side of things for a lot less money. So you know, in terms of the, the streaming content and whatnot, so it, it it's in a kind of middle space in the market, and it's it's a niche product. It's a it's a well, some like oh, like yeah. me who likes a bit of hardware that will do something a bit different. You know. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I can, I yeah, I can see the appeal, but I, I like, I like you. I just don't see where it would fit in when you yeah, get just, cheap alternatives. Yeah, it just doesn't appeal to enough people. That's the problem. Not necessarily a yeah. cock up, but it doesn't really have a space to gain those sales. No, no, not at all. It's 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 a niche product, and it's an interesting product for that. But the other thing there as well is, like I say, there was a handheld, uh, there was a tablet, there was a set-top box well most all average consumers wouldn't even know which one was which you know they see shield you know the nvidia shield uh, <laughs> yeah. okay what's that then you know so but that you know i mean the shield came out last year anyway so you know it's a bit confused marketing isn't it because you're you're calling them all the nvidia shield exactly. and yet they're all yeah, slightly exactly. different you've got you've got the tv box you've got the you know the 
gaming device. I honestly device thought and... there was only one. So yeah, well, there, there, there you go. Show. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I thought there was just a big flip-flop, you know, the, the clamshell one, and that was it. No, the the, the Shield TV is actually uh, pretty pretty decent. The adult kit, Game but... Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, it was, it was good for, for like, you <laughs> yeah. know, uh, like I say, emulation on the move and stuff like that. I think there's not enough people. I mean, I, I this is a personal bugbear of mine, is technology that's released for the sake of it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't, I think we should just be a little bit more considerate about what we actually need as opposed to what what we want. Because it's a, it's a luxury of the Western world, I think, is that we create technology that we don't necessarily have any need for. I mean, it's like when Charlie Booker reviewed like the I, iPad, was it? He said, it's just a giant iPhone. Why do we actually need this thing? You know, it's like, I think we need to consider a little bit more why we keep making things that, because just because we can <laughs> you know? just a side note grant the the marketing and i guess the area they were going for with the ipad and everything else that's cloned the ipad since was it was device yeah. between your phone and your laptop like it was meant to be a happy medium you know you still got most yeah. of the functionality of a laptop but the better form factor and it would do more than your phone and you know what i find hilarious is that every man and his dog is now manufacturing and every man and his dog is now wanting to buy clip-on keyboards for their tablets. <laughs> I know. And that's the thing, you see. It's like you get all these... I actually Googled once, you know, can can a, an iPad or something like that replace your laptop? And it and it can't because it's not as good as a laptop. And yet every, people want to put a keyboard yeah. on top of it because they want to try and use it, like you say, as like this weird hybrid between the two. <laughs> all right, so I was going to say we we covered cock-ups other than the, yeah, well, the obvious I mean, elephant in the room. We could... We could Say again, the elephant in the room. You thinking uh, No Man's Sky? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, No Man's Sky. We, um, we won't even we've, worry we've about been, we've been over that, that later a... times, haven't we? But I mean, it's yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think you can mention elephants because were they actually in the game? <laughs> but they might have been in the pre. They might have been in the preview video, but they weren't. Yeah. And they didn't look like true. elephants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were they dinosaur elephants? I don't. I couldn't quite. Because we've got out. Dead Rising Four, which uh, I don't know whether that was a cock up or a deliberate. You know, designed to fleece yeah, the no. public, but um, there's probably oh yeah, there's probably it, hundreds of cock ups we've missed. But oh yeah, to the one person that's listening on YouTube, let us know down below. <laughs> uh, yeah, the biggest cock of the year, a cock up of the year, <laughs> yeah. was our inability to spot cock ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So exactly. um, right, okay. Given that we've covered the the cock ups, so leading into that, obviously, then we've got hopes and fears for next year. Far away. Fire away. What do you think? Okay. Well, my first hope for 2017... I'll give you my hopes first. My first hope for 2017 is first-party IPs in VR. That's what I want to see. Oh, yeah. I'm with you there. Second. Yeah. yeah. That's I think it'll one. happen. But anyway, that's more of a hope. I'm not sure if it's going to happen. It's a hope. Second one is Nintendo Switch. I want it to be a success, and I want it to have third-party support. Nothing in between, no gray areas. I just want it to be a console that sells well and it has third-party support like the old days. That's in my hope basket. I can't. It's not a prediction. I, I'm not sure that's going to happen. Um, yeah, I'm with you. My, my, last, my last hope is I hope the mini Nintendo NES will be back in stock next year. <laughs> hey, I think you might be on a safe bet with that one, but it probably will be. It will come at a time. It will come in stock just as the Switch it. comes out. Yeah. Alright, so my predictions for twenty seventeen will be 
the Oculus will hit Scorpio. I think that's going to happen. And I think yeah, we'll I think see a first-party IP beyond Oculus on Scorpio. And I, I'm going to say it's going to be... I, my prediction is towards the end of the next year or at E3, we will have the Scorpio on stage, we'll have the Oculus running on the Scorpio, and we'll have Halo 6 in Oculus. Will it be the full game or will it be a part wow. of like a... 100% native. You can play it on your TV screen and you can play it in Oculus. 100% native to the oculus and the tv if screen that happens then sign me up if you want me to sign up in blood i'll sign up in blood i'm i'm bordering on the fanboy dream but i honestly think oculus is coming and microsoft will they'll want to pump scorpios and oculus that's going to be their thing with the scorpio i think i think that's what it's going to be about they're gonna they're gonna move vr in a awesome direction and i think they're going to start with a recognizable franchise um my last prediction is another Nintendo iPhone hit. Yeah, like another Mario Run or another Pokemon Go. I think we're going to see them blow the mobile space out of the water again next year. Yep. And then they'll realise that that's where their future lies. Hopefully. Well, not yep. hopefully, because yeah, I'd like yeah. to see them in the home console space, to be honest. I'd like them to st- stay there, but, you know. Yeah. So uh, that's, uh, that's, my, that's my list. Okay, so that's my you list. got anything to add to that one? Oh, hang on. I got, I got one more. I got, I got Go one on then. more. Go on. Um, no Man's Sky may become complete next year. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll end on that. <laughs> and your fear is that it it won't. It won't be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really. I don't have. I don't have any fears. It's just hopes and predictions. I keep it more positive. I guess. Cool. Cool. Grant. Okay. Um. I I haven't really written any down, but I've some some that I've come up with as kind of predictions. My prediction is the Scorpio will be delayed until later than we think it's going to be. But I think it will come out right at the end of the year. I also think it will be too expensive and underpowered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm optimistic, aren't is I? Is that a hope or a fear? No, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, did Nintendo Jesus, make it? No, they did. with the bombshell. <laughs> um, okay. Mystic uh, Meg there. My next prediction is that... Is that Sony will release the Pro Pro, which is literally two pros stuck together. And then Mark <laughs> so Cerny it's gonna, will... It's going to have six, six layers as opposed to three. Yeah, I've got six layers and people will think it's like a wedding cake and they, they have to sl- take a slice out of it. And, and you then, still won't be no, able to put sorry. a four terabyte hard drive in it. <laughs> yeah. My next prediction is that Horizon Zero Dawn will be a critical and a smash hit for Sony. And oh, yeah. It, it will be it will sell millions like 8 million plus i reckon we're looking uh, at the next uh far cry series here I it's going to be the next big something like that franchise for them it's going to be a massively successful um game i think in in lots of ways Wh- which game was that again and Grant? sorry horizon zero Dawn. oh yeah okay yeah yeah I'd, I'd agree with that yeah so it's due out in march but i'm hoping it doesn't get delayed again because it's all it was supposed to come out this year and it got pushed back but, and I think there's good reason for that. I think they're polishing it. Uh, my hope is that we get Days Gone because I'm quite intrigued by that game. Um, it's like their zombie... Uh, I don't know what you would call it. It's like a, a zombie crowd control game or something. <laughs> yeah, um, no, it's by, pretty by much the... <laughs> it. It's like a um, World War Z almost in the Brad uh, Pitt movie. I, no? yeah, yeah, I know, I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the, it's actually filmed three miles from where I used to live, part of it, oh, in Dorset cool. in the UK. Um, and Brad Pitt was there apparently at the time when I was living yeah, the there. Big fangirl moment. I didn't know, but one of oh, okay. someone I know <laughs> served him in the local shop, and he said he was oh. a very nice man. 
anyway, my final prediction: Switch. Oh, I think it's go. gonna bomb. Ooh. I think it, I think it's gonna fail. Um, I don't want it to fail. Believe me, I would I would prefer that it didn't. But I think it's gonna be a little bit confusing for the consumer, and I think mm-hmm. it's not gonna do as well as Nintendo hope. I think initially it might sell quite well, but I think it'll tail off quite quickly. That's why I was in my hope basket, my prediction basket, because I hope it does well. Yeah. In reality, I think it's going to have a rocky start sales-wise and it's going to lose the third-party support. And when you look at the Nintendo 3DS when that launched, it had bad sales, it was a portable, and now fast-forward five years, what are your hopes of selling a portable system now? Yeah. I mean, look at Sony. They've they've given up on the Vita. Yeah. Yeah. it's dead, and yet they won't really reduce the price, which is crazy. You know, a bit confusing. We'll talk about at the end of next year this being the cock up for Nintendo, the cock up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't really have any any others other than I just hope it's a good good year for the consumer in terms of like games. And I my hope is that the release of the Scorpio doesn't sort of muddy the waters in terms of like these incremental console up, upgrades because that's that's my fear. My fear is that you know, things get a little bit too confusing. And really, we should be focusing on the games because the games are what we want to play, you know. I still think the console generations, they may say they're gone. I think they're still going to be there, but I think we're probably... They say incremental upgrades. I think Microsoft will probably fall in the ballpark of every five years they'll do a new, more powerful system, but it's going to be a family. So, you know, Mm. three systems back, you're going to be playing the same Mm. game, hopefully. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that could actually through, be a positive it? thing because I think that in terms of yeah, in terms of force you to upgrade. Well, yeah, and, but also not not just not just from that perspective, also from the perspective of of the idea of legacy with games. You know, with the idea that games are something that are lasting and something that you can go back to, like a book or like a film or yeah, know? because there are well, there, there are an increasing number of gamers out there who are wanting to go back and play the games that they played when they were kids or when they were you know in their 20s or whatever and they want to have they want to revisit them and and not just have sequels but actually go back to the ones they played 10 years ago 20 years ago and i i think that if you've got good games that stand up maybe not graphically but in terms of their gameplay and their mechanics and and the stories that they tell and stuff like that then they are worth going back to and they they need to be something more than just a, a commodity that you know it's here today and gone tomorrow and as we've said before you know shiny and onto the next thing because if games are going to be taken seriously that's that's going to be really important to that but anyway I'm on my high horse again that's uh... there is stuff to be concerned about like Grant said with this ever progressing faster hardware cycles but like you said there's a big positive with like you said joe that nothing's going to get left behind now and we're looking at it as one whole generation you know at least on the microsoft side anyway Mm. you know in terms of the games nothing's considered crap because it's from 10 years ago on three systems ago I mean, just to, just to clarify, I, I'm actually I don't want to appear, appear like I'm trying to be negative because I think this is like one of the best times to be a gamer. We've got we've got so much choice. We've got some quality games. We've got some quality franchises, and we've got great systems to play them on. So I, I mean, I'm looking forward to the year. I really hope it brings us you know a lot of just really great games to play, and that's what I want. You know, I think that's what we all want. At the yeah, end of the absolutely. Day. Oh, definitely. Yeah, 
It's an yeah. interesting time to be a gamer. It certainly is. We'll probably be saying that for a long time. <laughs> yeah, in the future well, as well. yeah. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah. Um, you never want it to be boring, I guess. That's a good point. Well, no, absolutely. If I'm going to talk about my ideas there, I mean, I, I, you've covered most of it, to be honest. Um, one of the things I, I want. So you had you had Halo Six in VR as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's my wet dream. Ignore that yeah, one. Yeah, no, I, I'd love to see that. That would be awesome. Um, I, I'm not sure that we're going to see it, but it would be bloody awesome. That that definitely would be a dream. It would be a surefire way to kickstart Oculus. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Well, how about Halo 5.5 Master Chief's Conquer Collection? <laughs> or, know, something like that, maybe. <laughs> Just support Microsoft, you know, if you want an idea for, for yeah. something. Freebie. <laughs> nice, yeah. Oh, dear. But I, I do think that there's, you know, I think, I think that Sully's right in as much as I think that we are going to see Scorpio come out. I think we're either going to get Oculus with it, or at least we're going to get the announcement that Oculus is coming. Um, I would like to see it appear at the end of the year at the same time as Scorpio. Whether that actually transpires, I couldn't tell you. Well, Oculus is ready. Oculus has been ready for a long it time. It certainly is. I think it's, it's very likely. It's just making sure they've got the licenses all sorted and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The other thing I'd like to see with that, and, and, and we've we've touched on this before, is I would love to see sort of uh, crossover between PC and Xbox games in VR. So you would immediately get a ready, you know, a ready-made series of, 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 of experiences, whether you call them games, I don't know, but experiences that are ready to go on Scorpio on day of release. So it, it hits the ground running, both in terms of VR and in terms of the, the, the standard games that it's got available to it. We've already got, you know, plenty of games that can be upscaled or, you know, inc- have patches that will work on Scorpio and, and can look fantastic. Yeah. But we also need maybe a couple of three games dropping, brand new games dropping that are just going to show off the system and it's going to hit the ground and it's going, bam, this is what it can do. And everyone's mm. going to go, fuck. Here's Halo yeah. 6 with better visuals in 4K, and here's it running on the Oculus in VR natively. Yeah. Go and buy it. Give us your money. It would be, be awesome, yeah. It would be awesome. But this here's my fear, though, and, and this is... When The Last Guardian came out on the PS4 hmm. recently, yeah. we had this issue where it wasn't running very well on PS4, the standard PS4. And now I think that that is probably just a cock-up. But my fear yeah. is it's that as- it's it's a it's a sign of things to come, both for the PS4 and with the with the Scorpio affecting the standard Xbox. And so my fear yeah. is that we could end up in a situation where, contrary to what they've told us, that we're not going to get left behind if we're using the earlier versions of those consoles. That you're going to find okay, those games run on those consoles, but they run like a pig in syrup, you know. Um, and so that's a that's a genuine fear, and I think that could happen. And I think it, 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 moving forward, it's likely to happen. Actually, I, I, think, I think it's going to be a title by title basis. I don't think it's going to be no. I think a regular thing, but I think we'll definitely see it more often. You know, it's quite now cynical, with these though, isn't extra it? Consoles, yeah. It's quite yeah. a cynical move. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I got the last Guardian as a present from a friend of mine. It's it's just nice to me arrive today. But I don't, I don't know if it's still. As frame rate issues on the original PS4 or not, 
or whether they've patched it yet. I haven't heard that it's been patched, but I hope that it either has been or will be. Yeah, I mean, my, you see, it reminds me a little bit of what phone manufacturers do, especially Apple, where they, they make the older phones just almost you know, so slow that you, they kind of force you to upgrade. Yeah. And it's the kind of practice that really gets under my skin because it's a very cynical practice to try and you know, manipulate the consumer. So I really hope, I can understand you having it as a fear, but I just really hope that that's not the case where we end up with games that are sort of almost intentionally hobbled. Oh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Want, I, you know, they want you to spend more, you know. It's it'd just, be terrible. You've got to remember that at the end you know, at the end of the day, most of the people that have bought the PS4 have purchased the original PS4. They haven't purchased the Pro. Exactly. And you can't just annoy virtually all your customers in one go. You well, know. And, and the same to a lesser extent, because obviously they've got a, low, a smaller market share, but the same applies to the Xbox as well. You know, you, you've got all these yeah. people who've gone out recently and bought the Xbox One S and it's been going great guns and it, you know, outsold the PS4 for a, for a three months running. I think that's going to change with the Pro now, but... Um, yeah, it's gone yeah, back. Yeah, well, it, it, it was bound to. I mean, it was, you know, it was inevitable. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of people who've gone out and bought the Pro. Um, I'm speaking to one of them right now. Uh, sorry, gone out and bought the One S. And, and you know, you know you, you've know you just gone out and bought one. And and, and so if, if Scorpio comes out next year and you find that some of those games aren't going to run properly, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I got a, a One S for my birthday, for crying out loud. If the, if the Scorpio comes out and, and, and it's going to affect the way games, well, not directly, but games aren't going to run so well on the original and the 1S because the Scorpio's there, then it's going to piss off a lot of people. And same with the Pro mm. and the PS4. And I, I really, you know, it's a hope and a fear. I hope that that doesn't happen. I fear it's yeah. almost inevitable, certainly with some games. I think you're right, Sully. I think it's on a game-by-game basis. But I think it could yeah. happen, and if it happens more often than not, if it happens like to one or two games here and there, we can go fuck that game. We'll boycott it. But if it starts happening more yeah. and more and more, then you're kind of forced to upgrade, aren't you? I don't think it's going to be any kind of mandate from Microsoft or Sony to tell developers to sometimes half bake their games for the original consoles. I think it's you know what Apple could be doing with their older phones with ios updates you know clearly these updates every time you get an update it seems to make your older phone run a little bit slower and a little bit clunkier at least from what i've gathered from talking to other people as well so it kind of makes Mm. you go shit my phone's running slow you want to get the new iphone i don't think we're going to see that with the new consoles i think what we could see though is microsoft and sony be a little bit lax with enforcing you know the standard for how the base versions have to run you know the developers might just go fuck it i want to make the the pro or the scorpio version the version that people desire and want this is the version that we like and then they just kind of quickly downscale it for the base consoles another thing that came to mind and it's just because we were talking about phones i wonder if you'll get a situation like maybe not now or in the next year but in the future where you'll get games that will be available only for like the later iterations of the console so at the moment, we've got apps that can only run on, say, like the 5S mm. or 6 upwards of the iPhone. Will we get only available from the Xbox One S onwards or something? I you think know? you have to at some point if they're talking about a family. In my mind... Well, of course. In my mind, the ideal situation is we have the Xbox One, we have the Scorpio, and then we have the system that follows. But the system after that, maybe the games are developed for that system and the Scorpio, 
maybe the Xbox One can't play them. You know, I think it, it's they talk about a family. I think if you have three consoles that coexist in this family, that's acceptable. But you know, it moves in a three console block and it keeps moving along. Yeah, over you know a period I mean? of about five, six, seven years, yeah. the one at the beginning drops off. That that's fair enough though, yeah. because. It's it's iterative, but you've still got a reasonable amount of time with that console before it becomes outdated, and that's that's reasonable. I've got they... no problem with that. It, it's just if it's like next year, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, see, the, it, yeah. The the only the only big factor I can see in in the fact in the risk of having incremental console updates is because although to a certain extent we are already used to it with with the phone industry and the way we upgrade our phones. What you've got to remember is. We pay for our phones monthly. With consoles, we pay for them in one lump sum. So it's not exactly the same. And they are taking a risk expecting people to buy yet another console in the form of a Scorpio, you know, not long after they've released the first Xbox. Yeah. And you they're know, already telling them that they can get the same experiences on the Xbox One. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, well, why do I need to buy this one then? They've got a job. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a job they marketing. It's all on Microsoft. People. It's all on Microsoft to convince us. I mean, yeah, it's not going to be like the Pro where the the gap in price is so little that you might as well just get a Pro. The Scorpio is easily going to be a couple hundred bucks more, if not more, than what the base Xbox is. You know, best case scenario. So they need those reasons to buy the Scorpio, and I think we'll probably see them at E3 when they're they're really kind of starting that hype train into the holiday of 2017 these are the reasons yeah. you need a scorpio i still think the scorpio might be cheaper than people think it is i, I still think that it might come out a, a, a more reasonable price i mean when i say more reasonable I, I mean some of the more wild you know estimate estimates of how much it's going to cost i think are, are way off and i and i think that yes it is going to be a premium over the xbox one s but I'm I'm not sure that it's going to be 300 quid more expensive than the Xbox One S. Well, I'm thinking like the PS4 Pro here is 549. I'm thinking probably, I think my reasonable, you know, best case scenario is probably 699 for the Scorpio Which, here. Which how's that translate into pounds? I'm not sure how the. It's about well, half. the yeah. So six yeah, roughly half. So sorry, what did you say it was in in in? So the the pro is five forty nine here in Australian dollars. I that, think the Scorpio would probably yeah, yeah. I think the Scorpio yeah. is probably going to be six ninety nine. That's my reasonable, probably even best case scenario. I'm thinking so three hundred and fifty yeah, quid or something. Four hundred. Yeah, three fifty to three nine nine would be my yeah, guess. See, in UK see, I, I, th- I don't think that's an unreasonable price. I think that's a it's a, not. a, a no, very it's not. very reasonable price in terms of. Whether that's yeah, whether that's reasonable for the hardware, I don't know. But I think that's the limit they can push before people are turned off by the price point. I mean, unless you have absolutely stunning examples of why you can sell a console, anything above seven hundred dollars Australian, it's just too. Much. I, I, I actually, I won't be surprised, but I would be a bit disappointed if it comes out in the UK and it's more than say four fifty. Because if it comes out at more uh, than they won't exactly, that's that's exactly yeah. right. And I, and I think that if Microsoft have got any sense whatsoever, they'd be prepared to make a loss on it rather than not have it sell. If if you're gonna price something at four fifty, that's the price you expect to pay for a laptop, not a console. Yeah, that's going yeah. into that kind of territory. So that that's a mistake if they go, because the PS3 was what what was it when it came out in the UK probably. Well, it was six hundred dollars, so 
it was probably about four hundred pounds. Yeah, it was a thousand dollars here. Oh God. Yeah, so it's three nine nine over here, I think, and that's about hundred pound more than people expect to pay for a console. Yeah. So if if what do we think the sweet spot for the Scorpio? What four hundred? Mm. Yeah, four hundred pound. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I personally think that's best case scenario. Uh, you know, it could. I think it could easily easily be marginally worse than that. You know, by a fifty pound or even another hundred pound. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if I see it here in Australia being rather than six ninety nine, six sorry seven forty nine or seven ninety nine, and they bundle in a game or something. Mm. I don't know, but I feel like it could easily slip out when you talk about a console with that much power. I mean, I don't know. I don't it depends know. on how much, you know, if, if they're doing a large enough manufacturing basic order, you know, scale, if you like, in terms of how much they're paying for the parts, yeah. if they can, if they can keep the costs down, then they, they may well, if, you know, if they're thinking like, we're going to sell a load of these, then they can keep the price, they, they can keep the price down. The, the other thing as well, though, well, that's just it. Sorry, go on. So I was going to say they're, they're doubling down on the power and this future of the Scorpio. So who's not to say they're not doubling down on, you know, let's build these things in huge quantities and watch it fly. You know, who knows? Who, who knows? They sound very confident at the moment. Yeah. And like well, I said before, yeah. you know, there's been quite a lot of noises about, you know, that's made me think that maybe it's not going to be as expensive as, as some of the people have been saying. The other thing, though, is that the flip side yeah. of that is that, you know, they don't want to underprice it. They don't want people to go, oh, well, it can't be that good because it's too cheap, you know. I don't, yeah, I don't think well, that's likely you know, to happen to be honest in the console market because gamers are nah. tight but <laughs> it's got to stay man it's got to stay manageable because straight away you're looking at a 4k beefy box and then you throw an oculus on top of that as well which i think is going to be a big part of the scorpio it could get very expensive very quick you know if they could put the both Definitely. out as a, as, a, as a bundle though at sort of uh, if they could manage to do this if they could put it out at like 800 for the two i can't see them doing that Nah, it's good. No it, 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 it will be. It would be a thousand pound, I reckon. If you get a bundle, it'd be a grand, and and that is a tall order, you know. It's a very tall order because at the end of the day, it's still a console, even if it has got a VR unit yeah. with it. Yeah, and you're it. you're asking people to spend a lot of money. It's unprecedented, yeah. really. I think this is why I think buy TV with it. This is why part of me thinks yeah. that we'll get the Scorpio and then we'll get Oculus maybe in the new year following it. Or even maybe Scorpio earlier than we're thinking, and then Oculus at Christmas. I don't know. It's possible. Um, it's possible. Just so yeah. they can stagger the release, so that people can buy one and then think, oh well, you know, a few months down the line, or oh, well, all oh, right, I can stretch to buying that now. Because if you're buying two things at four hundred quid, well, okay, uh, Oculus is going to be more. But hopefully, they might be able to get you know a a, bun- a, a deal whereby they get it cheaper with the X, you know, for, for an Xbox or something. And by then, hopefully, the price will have come down on it a bit anyway. Um, but if you if you're going out and you're spending four hundred pound on the Scorpio, say, I, you know, what, just as a ballpark figure, if you're spending four hundred pound on the Scorpio, and then a few months later you're spending six hundred pound on the Oculus or five hundred pound on the Oculus, if you can get it down that low, then that's not as big a hit, or psychologically it's not as big a hit as going out and spending a grand or eleven hundred. So you know maybe they would stagger it in that way because if it, if it comes out oh a bundle at a grand or 1100 or 1200 pound people are going to be going no fucking way you know the only people buying that are going to be david beckham yeah. and blimin abramovich <laughs> yeah oh yeah, god so wow uh, sorry go on tell 
No, just gonna say, have we got anything left? Or I think well, uh, uh, the, the, oh, I just wanted one flippant one I wanted to add, and that's um, I I would like to see one of my hopes would be that maybe we see some sports games coming out that we haven't seen for a while. I'd like to see. We're never going to see any of these. <laughs> I'd like to see Fight Night. I'd like to see a new a new top spin, and I fuck EA. I'd like to see oh, a yeah. decent golf game for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I agree with you. I haven't played a golf game in so many years. I really want to play a decent one. Definitely. So yeah, give us some give us some sports games that we haven't seen. I don't want this bloody UFC crap. I want to see a fight what, night game. What about Mario Golf on the Switch? Ma- Mario Golf. Is that not a, is that not a good sports well, game? Yeah, but it's a kind of different know, vibe. Yeah. It's a different, yeah, yeah, it's on the Switch, so who knows? Um, <laughs> Portable mini golf. <laughs> What's it? You can go walk Turn through the off. golf course while you're playing Mario Golf. <laughs> VR Golf. There you go. There's a there's an app for you. VR Golf. Well, yeah, you know, Nintendo apparently doing VR, but like Grant said, pigs can fly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, give us some give us some sports games. I, I want some sports <laughs> games next year. I want a bloody fighting yeah. game that isn't bashing buttons. Anyway. Yes, definitely. Right. So I think that's that's it, isn't it? We're done. I think. Um, so. Sh- I'll wrap it up, I suppose. So, who's left listening? Yeah. Oh, everybody, show your hands. Yeah, no, no, no one's raising their hands. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's the problem with the rate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's us done for part two of the average gamer end of year special. All that's remaining for me to say now is Happy New Year, and we'll speak to you again soon. Bye. <laughs>